Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art and craft of nature photography. It's the 5th of October, 2021, and this is podcast number 23. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about travel, and specifically the travel experience I just had between Melbourne, Australia, where I live, and the remote north of Finland, where I'm currently situated for at least the next six weeks. Now, it had actually been my plan uh, to podcast along the road and to try and do a podcast from Melbourne Airport and then to try and perhaps do one at Doha and then Helsinki when I landed. But it just didn't work out that way. The way the way travel works in airports is sometimes hard to find a quiet place where you can uh, you can sit down and collect your thoughts and, and put together a podcast. But what I want to do today is uh, not talk too much about that, but just talk about what the travel experience was like uh, during this COVID, this period of this COVID pandemic between... Um, traveling between Melbourne and Finland because the journey of this trip, the genesis of this trip really started quite some months ago. And and those of you who follow my podcast will already know some of this because I've talked about it in previous episodes, but I want to sort of put it all together in in the one place, in the one episode and just talk about the entire experience because I think it's it's interesting and and it might help others who are looking to travel at at this point in time. So, I mean, the experience for this trip, this trip, first of all, I should say, up here to the north of Finland to photograph uh, wolves and wolverines in late autumn has really was really planned to happen this time last year. But as a result of the pandemic, it got delayed and um, pushed back until 2021. And now here we are 18 months on from when the pandemic started and I'm actually able to to run the trip. Now, I'm sitting here uh, on at the front of my small little cottage on the lake up here in the far north of Finland, uh, almost on the border with Russia. If you can hear the Siberian jays and the, the uh, tits in the background, my apologies, there's a lot of bird life up here. It's, it's really fantastic. It's very cool this morning. It's maybe only a few degrees above zero. It's, it's not freezing, but it's quite cool as I'm sitting out the front here, but it's beautiful to be up here. Very overcast, a little bit of wind around, but it's going to be a good day, I think. I'm looking forward to getting out to uh, one of the hides in a few hours' time. Uh, apparently the wolves have been around, so uh, hopefully that'll be uh, for a fa- make for a fantastic first day's photography. We'll see how that goes. But let's just talk about the genesis of this trip because I, that's really where I really want to focus and then move on to uh, the photography. To get this trip happening and to actually make it from Australia to Finland, I had to apply for special permission to leave the country in Australia. This was very, very difficult to get, as I talked about in a previous episode. I had to submit all sorts of business documents to Australian Border Force. Uh, I had to get a letter from my accountant. I even had to get my local uh, representative of parliament to write a letter on my behalf. Uh, I was rejected the first time to get permission. I was told it was not legitimate business to leave Australia to go up and photograph uh, wolves in Finland, uh, to which I replied, well, if it's not legitimate business, can I please have all my legitimate taxes back that I've been paying the government? Uh, but anyway, I reapplied with more information, more supporting documentation, and I was finally able to get a permit to leave the country. Part of getting that permit meant that I had to sign away my consular rights, basically stating that I could afford to look after myself overseas for an extended period and that the Australian government would take no responsibility for my well-being or for my repatriation if it was required. Now, that doesn't bother me having to sign that document because if we look at what the Australian government has done for the protection of Julian Assange, one of our Australian citizens who was involved with WikiLeaks, they've done absolutely nothing for him. So I don't think they'd do much for me either. So I wasn't too bothered with signing away my consular rights, to be honest. But that was really only the first step, getting permission to leave the country. 
I then had to find uh, airfares. Airfares out of Australia are very, very difficult to get at the moment and incredibly expensive, um, not just to get out of the country, but to get back in. But I was able to get flights uh, booked and those flights were from Melbourne to Doha, Doha to Helsinki. And then I took a small uh, aircraft up to Kayani from where I had to uh, drive for a few hours. Uh, so it's quite the process. And then before you can actually leave the country, even though you've got permission, you need to get a fill in a declaration for the Australian government that states uh, effectively why you're leaving the country, how long for that sort of information. So you fill that in. Then you fill in a declaration for the airline that you have had a negative COVID PCR test within 72 hours, which you also have to supply them a copy of as well. And all of that documentation, of course, means the check-in process at the airport was extremely slow. Uh, the airline advised that we should probably arrive four hours before our flight. Well, I arrived about three and a half hours uh, flying business class, and it still took me around about a half an hour to check in. Now, that should normally be a five-minute process in business class, but very, very slow because of all the documentation that needed to be checked. Then we were kept waiting um, after the check-in gate, but before immigration. Uh, they kept us waiting for about 45 minutes before they let us through immigration. That was a fairly quick process, thankfully, uh, just again checking the permission to leave the country. Um, once that was done, it was really a question of just waiting for the flight. Now, there were maybe a dozen people on my flight uh, leaving the country, which when you think about the fact that we were flying on a A380, which is a huge aircraft, I think capable of taking something like 300 people, to have only around a dozen people on that plane is is pretty ridiculous. Um, it just goes to show how few people are leaving the country at the moment. I posted a short video actually showing how few people were at the airport when I was, uh, when I got to my gate. It was just crazy. But look, thankfully the flights went really, really well. I had a uh, transit time in Doha of about two hours. That gave me just enough time to sort of hit the lounge, grab a shower, freshen up uh, after a 14 hour flight. And then it was back on the next plane up to Helsinki. Uh, both, both Doha and Helsinki were very much operation, operation normal, thousands of people. The only real difference pre-pandemic to, to now is everyone's wearing a mask. But apart from that, it just felt like business as usual. Uh, Helsinki Airport, I was through immigration in Helsinki Airport in probably less than a minute. I was first off the plane through immigration. I picked up my luggage. It was very quickly uh, on the conveyor belt. And then I had a five-hour layover before my flight up to Kajaani in the north of Finland. So by the time I landed in Kajaani, it was around about half past 10 at night yesterday. And then uh, from there, I picked up my rental car and I had a drive of about two and a half to three hours up to the far north of Finland, where I'm now situated in a small cabin, not far from the Russian border. Actually, I'm only about five kilometers from the no man lands, uh, five kilometers from no man's land, which is that thin strip of land about two kilometers wide between Finland and Russia, where the hide is located that I'm going to be using. So I'm going to spend the next uh, nine to 10 days here just scouting out trying to find where, which hides are having the most activity. There's around about 14 different hides located up here. So quite a bit of um, ground to cover. But the good news is my local ground operator tells me that there have been very good wolves around and also wolverine and bears still. So the bears have not yet gone into hibernation up here. So be good to see them as well. Looking forward to that. It's very nice to have the cool weather here, uh, sitting up here on the porch, actually looking out over the lake is, with the birds chirping in the background is really quite beautiful. And uh, really gets me back in the zone, if you were, or back in the right 
rhythm of the landscape to get out and start photographing again because it's been you know 18 months since I've really sat down with the cameras and used them in anger uh, to try and create uh, to create good work so I'm very much looking forward to uh, to getting back into the hide and, and just spending some time alone in nature over the next nine to ten days before everyone arrives and by then I should have a pretty good indication of uh, what's happening and where and we'll be able to really maximize our time up here in the field because I'm in such a remote area, um, really far removed from pretty much most people, we don't really have to worry too much about COVID up here, which is fantastic. That's a really nice plus. I mean, I'm probably safer up here on the border of Russia where there is nobody than I was at home in Melbourne, Australia, where COVID is currently starting to rampage uh, across the state, I think around about 1,500 cases a day or something like that at this point in time. But that's all now behind me. I'm now here up in the north of Finland, very keen to get out and start photographing. I'm just about to get all my camera gear organized when I finish putting together this podcast and um, make sure everything is working and ready to go and then probably just have a little bite to eat and freshen up before heading out to the hides for the evening. I don't think I'll spend the night in the hide tonight. I think given this is my first proper night here up in the north, I think I'll just do an evening session see how it goes, come back to my cabin, get a good night's sleep, and then uh, hit it harder tomorrow. I think that probably is the way to go. So that's it for now. That's an update on how the travel situation went. I have to say, you know, apart from really the difficulties of getting permission to leave the country and then the the usual sort of inconveniences of the airport, uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, It went relatively smoothly and I think could have been a lot more difficult. Probably the part I was most concerned about was getting into Helsinki. But, um, you know, the Finnish border guard have had up on their website now that if you're double vaccinated, you are allowed into the country. And that is indeed the case. I had, I had no problems there at all. So that all went very well and smoothly, which I'm very pleased about. It does feel really fantastic. I have to say to be getting back, not just into nature and into the wilderness again, but back to work and back to doing what I love, which is being out in the wilderness, making wildlife photographs uh, in beautiful parts of the world like this and, and being able to share it with like-minded individuals. That's It's really something very special and very relaxing to be up here. So that's it for now. I'm going to try and do um, a couple more podcasts along the way. I'm not going to say I'm going to do them on a daily basis because I don't think that'll be the case, but I'll certainly try and do them as frequently as I, as I, as I get a chance. Uh, I think it was wishful thinking to try and do them through the airports. You know, even though I had a, a five hour layover in Helsinki, that was my plan was to try and do a podcast from there, but all the lounges were actually shut in Helsinki. Uh, so I couldn't actually even find a quiet place to sit and do a podcast. The, anything that was open, selling food that had seats and tables was pretty busy. So I ended up just taking a table, getting some, uh, some early dinner and, not worrying about the podcast, but now that I'm here in Finland, I've got a lot more time and it's a lot quieter. Hopefully I'll be able to do a few more and talk about the experiences and how it goes up here with the, with the wildlife in this part of the world. So that's it. I think we'll wrap it up there for today. I'm Josh. It has been the 5th of October, 2021, episode 23 of the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, talking about the travel experiences of getting up here to Finland. I look forward to seeing you out in the field where I'm going to be heading very shortly.